It's a difficult, it's a difficult part of the Chavis Talmidim because these Mamarim, of course, are, are are connected to the to the actual body of the Sefer, but they're also separate and different in insofar as they contain more biurim of certain basic concepts in the Swarmakadoshim and Sefer Kabbalah, and. It's, it's a little bit hard to go through, but they're very, very important. The Urman and will be helpful, very helpful in understanding all the Sefer Hasidus, which is really what the um, what, what the Chabad Talmudim set out to do in writing this mimer, as he said at the beginning. So we're learning on Rezayin. We're learning about how the uh, the avarim, the kalim of a person that uh, that transmit information, nefesh ruch neshama chayichida, the eyes, the ears, are by virtue of the fact that that a person has an eye that's able to see with God's help, eyes that are healthy and ears that are healthy. So the person is constantly, whether he chooses to or not, the person is constantly using those kalim. He's constantly using the eyes and the ears. So even though it's it's uh, not necessarily it's not necessarily conscious or intentional, the eyes, the ears, the other senses are being continuously challenged and and they're exercising and they're being put to use. Masha, and it came when it comes when it comes to the seichel. This is where we're up to. The bottom of page Rezai. When it comes to the Seichel, Kevin Shein Divrechachm Butzuyin Lefun of Tamid. Right before that last paragraph, that's what we're up to. Since a person is not always in the presence of Divrechachm, he doesn't always have to consider Divrechachm or Divrechachm. He doesn't. The Seichel is not being necessarily uh, used or challenged on, on any serious level. So therefore, the Rebbe was explaining how, in particular, when it comes to the Seichel. Only, only if a person is in that category of da eselokei avicha va'avdeyu, va'avdeyu an avoider that there has to be a constant avoider the devar chachma. Then only then is he mamshich mechachma pshutish shabenavshal devar chachmas pratius. Only then is he going to separate himself and not be like like that like that little boy that's growing up in the jungle that we were learning about that he was talking about last week, where he could have terrific terrific kishrinus. You have a boy. In the jungle, that's very, that's very talented, a, a brilliant, a brilliant kid. But since he's growing up in the jungle, it, the mind is not mislabe. She doesn't have to reveal, or he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to draw out any seichel as far as particular sichli is concerned. He just has this tremendous ability to know. But as far as what is exactly going, what is there to know in the jungle? So he knows uh, not to eat this and to stay away from this animal and to eat this berry and not to eat this. Uh, but as far as being Megala, revealing in his life that that tremendous seichel that he has, that he should be what, that it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be in a state of of helim, of concealment, but instead it should be drawn into tsuros pratius and divrei chachma, that it should be drawn into specific and particular areas of wisdom, that requires a that requires uh, uh, um, the exposure of that child to divrei chachma and b. And avoid it to use the seichel to use the seichel for those things that are available to it. 
So at the bottom of page Zayin, it's like this with all matters of the soul, with all things of the soul. You see, what he's explaining here, the way that the way that the Rebbe is explaining the very very big Yisaidus in Emuna and in and in the Sifrei Kabbalah, the way he's explaining it is is using the most powerful muscle that we have, which is the human being. And and in order to understand the Eilamas, how things are functioning in the entire world, we have to first understand how things are working in the Eilamakotn, in the human being, who was who's who's a small microcosm of the world, and is constructed based upon all of the spheres and all of the and all and, and all of the ingredients of the higher world. So b'chol divrei hanefesh kainhu, it's like this with everything. Everybody understands that when you look at that when you look at the 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 individual limbs of a person, or by any animal or by by a plant, everybody understands that it's not just a separate individual limb, a separate individual thing. Everybody understands that the that that the the hands, the feet, and when it comes to plants and so on, everybody understands that this isn't a separate individual limb or piece that functions independent of all the other pieces, but it's all one. It's all different chalokim of one reality of one mitzvahs. For instance, when it comes to a plant. For whatever reason, Hashem Baruch wanted that in plants, this quality that's called nefesh, nefesh hatzomachas, nefesh hatzomeach, the this quality that's that is the quality of all plants, that's called the nefesh of tzomeach. That doesn't mean that a plant has any personality, but it means it has this inner. Uh, identifying quality that separates it from all other things in the world, that it's a plant. So Hashem wanted that this quality should be revealed in this thing. In this thing, Hashem wanted that also is called Chalakov, therefore Hashem has brought created all of its limbs, meaning all of the avarim, all of the limbs of the flower or of the tree, whatever it might be. Hashem has brought created all of the limbs in such a way, Hashirish, the root, Ha'etz, the actual tree hung off from the branches and everything. Hashem wanted to reveal this new mitzvah, this thing that all together is called a plant. So in order to do that, Hashem created all these different parts. And all the different parts uh, function together. None of them really have much use on their own, but, but they have some, they could possibly have some use. But when they're all together, when they're all together, then we have this mitzvah that's called nefesh atzomeach, a tree. So all of the pieces of the of the tree are all designed and coordinated for this singular tachlis of revealing the nefesh atzomeach. Shmi bein kulam that using all of these parts together is galat zomeach echad. <clears throat> there will be revealed this one plant, this one tree that has in it this nefesh, this soul that's called a nefesh somachas, that quality of a plant. The chain the Rebbe says achai, and same thing with an animal. 
Mimenu even though each individual limb of the animal has its own particular korach, so the eye has the korach to see, and the arm, and hand, whatever it is, the claws have the ability to, to climb it, to hold on to things. Each part of the animal has its own korach, and it reveals its own korach. Nevertheless, these are different parts, really these are all different parts of one kli, the nefesh Hashem created the animal in such a way that the sum total of all the parts will reveal this thing that's called a nefesh hachai, a living animal, the soul of an animal. The dargos dargos bedover. Obviously, there are many, many different levels. We now see things. Uh, uh, now, that things are able to be understood on, even on a, on a cellular level, and all the different. Uh, remember, you know, learning in biology that like things are really busy. You know. Uh, beneath what we could see, and in the cells there are all these different, there are all these different parts of the cell, and and everything has all of its halakim, all of the different parts that cr- together create that mitzvah. The kolachal of says and each according to the in each according to the level of what nefesh is being revealed, came his batlus galus achas So will there be the submission. Of the of the particular avarim of the particular limbs to that one organism that it represents, meaning that uh, if if the if the everything in the everything in the plant was created to all together, even though each part has a se- its own separate thing, the, the 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 root and the branches, but the of course what's required is that each part of the tree submits. To the to the general will of the organism, which is to function like a tree, and if you have so if you have a part of the tree that decides that it doesn't, this obviously doesn't happen. But if there's a part of the tree that that, that has dreams of being you know, like an animal, or this branch starts to think about opening up his own branch, right? And it's different, and he, he looks at himself. This branch says, you know, I'm not just part of a tree. I have to, I'm not. I'm not uh, just. Uh, I'm not just serving the, the. I'm not just serving the needs of this, of this one organism that's called the tree. I have my own tachlis. I'm a branch. And he starts to talk about branches, and he starts to talk to the other branches, fellows. It's, uh, it's already too long that we've been misbattle. Too long that we've been submitting to this, to this thing that's called the tree. And who said that the tree is the balabas? We're not part of something. We 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 have our own separate mitzvahs. We have our own separate existence. And the branches decide that they want to make a whole merit. They want to make a rebellion. The branches want to get together and to and to rebel against the nefesh at Sameach. And they want to start a new nefesh that's called nefesh ha'anaf, the the soul of the branch. So the Baruch made the world, thank God, in such a way where I mean it happens like I guess in horror movies and science fiction. But in in reality, Hashem's Baruch made the world where everything understands, everything is misbattled. The world is much gentler than in the and nicer than in the in the movies. And the way that Hashem's Baruch made the made the world is that all, all of the branches, all of the branches are amida that that even though we're really nice and we're really strong, but our tachlis is to be misbattled to submit ourselves on page reishches. To submit ourselves to what? To, the, to this one tachlis uh, of what Hashem wanted, which is to be a tree. And we're doing what we're supposed to do. We don't have any dreams of, uh, of starting something different and being something different. And generally, that's how things go, except when it comes to us. Because then you have, then you have a much bigger madrag and you have a balsaychel, right? So, hadomeim, so let's continue. So when it comes to domeim, inanimate objects, like a rock. 
Now in a domain, even though according to, of course according to the Torah, even an inanimate object, even a rock, has life. Not the way God forbid, you know, that uh, in Eastern religions and and Bichlal, we're not talking about that you can't you can't step on the rock or that you're hurting a rock, but it has chiyus. It has chiyus because it has the dvar Hashem. It has the it has the word of Hashem that's enlivening it, that gives it whatever the chiyus is. It's a very little drop of chiyus, vitality, very little. Hadomem shechiyus maat mezgalabo. There's only a little bit of chiyus that's revealed in an in a inanimate object in Iraq. So us ein kol kaches batlus laachtas achas nirabo. We don't see that there's so much submission. Uh, to the to any sort of a single one goal. What does that mean? We don't see that. So he explains. So for instance, if you take a big rack and you break it into pieces, we don't see that, we don't really see that there's anything missing in any one of the pieces. With a tree, if you break off the branch and you look at this branch, you see it's Rahmanas. Because you see that they, you, you look at the branches and say the branch is not without 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 his mother, without his father. The branches, the branches by itself. Or if you look at a leaf, so you say the leaf. What happened? What happened to you? What happened, where's your you know where's your tree? Or you look at uh, at a root and you just see a root. Uh, so you know that there's something <clears throat> there's there's some disconnect. There's some problem because we could identify separate avarim that are that have their own personality, even though they're all misbattle. They're all they all submit to the to the tree. But even if you take a branch off the tree or you take a leaf off the tree, we, we, we are able to recognize that there's been some problem, that there's, that there's been a detachment. Because each part of the tree, Sof does have some quality that identifies it. With a rock, obviously, that's much different. With a rock, you take a big rock and you throw it on the floor and it breaks into ten different pieces. So each piece, you look, you know, it doesn't have... That's what he says, We don't see anything missing. We just look at this and we think, oh, it's a small rock. We wouldn't even know if we, if, we, if we just picked up, if we didn't see what happened, that it fell down. If we walked into that place and we saw a bunch of pebbles, we wouldn't know. We might not be able to, probably, you know, scientists could tell, but we wouldn't be able to tell. We'd just see a bunch of rocks. We wouldn't know that there's something missing and that there's a chisarin and that each piece of this rock has a, has a terrible chalishas adas on its own level, which is very little, to, to be back together like with Yaakov Vino and all the rocks were joining together under his head. And they really all, to make one rock, that really all of the rocks that all of these little pieces were part of one rock. We don't see this, and, and because of the small level of chiyas there, there's really no independent feeling uh, among the pebbles. Uh, and when we look at it, we don't see that there's something really terrible that's taken place that, 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 that requires these things to be reunited. Evan, he lots It looks like a rock, like it was a rock. It was, I had a big rock, and I have a bunch of little rocks. I don't, we don't see anything. We don't see anything different. Elishamidas Kamus and this katma, it's just smaller. Avalat Sameh, but it's not like they were the plant. The Kol Echad Rowan Krashu Avermidavar Echad Shalim. With a plant, as I said, we learned with a plant you can see that this when you look at a branch you see that. Oh hey, hey, this is this this branch has lost its tachlis. You see a branch sitting on the road. It's Rahmanas, the branch belongs to the tree. And and now we know that it's not going to be really working. As a, 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 it doesn't have any more the koyach or the ability to be part of that beautiful thing that Hashem created, which is a nefesh atzomer, that Hashem wanted that there should be a soul of a tree. And now this now this branch is is, is by itself. The hela ha'anaf 
chaserim him kvar. When the branch is cut off, there's something that's already chisar, and the tree, the tree is not a full tree; it's missing a branch, and the branch is by itself. But neishachis is same as galibut samech. The reason for this is because it's a higher level of mitzvahs. Since it's a higher level of reality, a plant is a higher level of reality than a, than a, a rock. So since the plant is on a higher madrega, and there's a higher level of chiyas, of life and vitality that needs to be revealed in, in what in a plant, therefore, the, therefore we understand. And the submission of its limbs is on a higher level than a rock. That was by Iraq when he break into a thousand pieces. Since none of those pieces, to begin with, since none of those pieces saw themselves as having any kind of an organic, deep relationship with the with the whole, since it's Iraq and it's very little, very little chiyas. So we may look when you break it when you when you break into a thousand pieces, you look at each piece and say he's all right, he's okay, and and each one could be on its own, and we would still think that it's that's just a little rock. But when it comes to a plant, where what we're there. It's a higher level of life. So the higher the level of life, the more the expectation and the requirement that each part of that organism, like the branches and the roots and everything, contribute to the whole, right? Have, have a relationship with others. It's a higher life force. That have a relationship with branches and with roots and with a trunk. And have a relationship. And, and, and the relationship means that it be misbattled. That for the better good of the entire organism, I don't have to be separate. I want to be with... I, the branch wants to be with the tree. So when we... Because it, it's misbattled. It submits to the, to the tree. So now when we see the branch on the floor, we feel that there's something that's chaser. Something is something bad. There's something wrong. That's reason. The the nature of the individual limbs and parts of the tree to be submissive to the greater whole of this one organism that's called the tree is revealed more in each and every separate part. That's why when they're separate, we feel that there's something separated. Something has been torn apart from the whole. But the rock we don't feel that so much. Even though it's true, the rock also, it is true. And if we could hear the rock, the rock in a very faint way would say, you know, also, mommy, you know, the little pebble wants to be, the little piece wants to be back with his mother. But, but it's a very, very weak chiyas that a rock has. So nobody, nobody, you know, is in this ball. Even the biggest mishagoyim, they run around and make parades for all kinds of causes. They don't have, I never heard of making for rocks. I don't know, maybe, maybe just people from Little Rock uh, do those things. V'im batzomeach od yesh takona and there could be even by the tzameach, by the plant, that there could even be a takana. We could even help the plant. Lentoa es ha'anav. We could take that branch that's been torn off and put it back in the ground. V'shuv eid shalom yitzmach That's an amazing thing. That won't happen with a rock. It happens with the branch because the branch really has not the genes of its mommy and daddy. Since the branch really has an organic connection to it, and it submits, and, it, and it's from, it's, it's really, it, it has a shaykhis to, to this thing that's called the soul of the tree. Remarkably, I could take the branch that's been torn away, since it hasn't, it hasn't a desire, a yearning for the entire organism. I could take this branch and stick it into the ground, and it could, it could somehow, it could, it could have a nuchias, right? And a, and a tree can, can grow from it. 
With a chai, even though a chai is a higher level of life, you can't take the, if, if, if the arm of an animal gets cut off, you can't plant it in the ground. What are you going to do with it? Although it has genetically, I suppose, animals have the same. I guess animals have DNA. I don't know. Yeah, animals have that stuff also. I guess. I think that's where that's we graduated by that part. I don't remember anything after, you know, at that point. I don't remember anything with animals and DNA. I remember human beings. If a, if a limb of the animal falls off, so then the animal is always a chas. So the animal it's an animal without that ava. Since there's more life, since it's even a higher level of life, and animals a higher level of life than plants. And therefore, there's more of an awareness of something missing. The pain is terrible. In, in an animal that's missing a limb, there's more of an awareness of how vital this limb was to the entire animal. It, it can't be, it can't be put back. It, it can't just grow back like that. Even though it might have in it the genetic information, it's, it, it's part of, and, it, and it is screaming out that limb that's that's been torn from the animal and it's sitting someplace and it's like screaming for its parents, the animal, much much stronger than than any plant or rock. But because because it's so dependent upon the whole organism, and it's so, and it's such a vital part of the entire whole. The, this limb can't. It's just the animal is always going to be chas. So the animal is uh, is missing, and the limb is is is, uh, is a useless thing. With the limb of an animal, with it, with it, with the part of a tree, I can get more use out of some piece of an a limb of the animal. Yeah, I mean, he said, the Rebbe says in the footnote on the bottom, Everything in the world, the Rebbe says, I'm just explaining the, the marshal. I want to go into details of the marshal to understand how things work with animals and plants. But he says, but obviously we have to remember that everything in the world was created for one ultimate tachlis. All physical reality was created for the ultimate tachlis of the Jewish people. The Gemara says this in a number of places that everything in the world exists for the Jewish people, and the Jewish people were created for one tachlis, which is to serve Hashem as well, which we're going to explain more now. So now a human being has within him the nefesh adam. So now we're going to get to the human being, a nefesh adam, the soul of man. Even before we talk about a yid, <clears throat> that there's this vitality and life force that identifies and that distinguishes a human being from animals and from plants and from rocks. That he has what? He has bedas, he has seichel, he could think, and rotsen, and he could want. Rak zehu The advantage of a human being over an animal. A human being has the tachlis of human life, and he has the he has this great privilege of being able to choose to reveal the nefesh adam. Plants don't have that choice, even though we're, we're, we're giving it human characteristics to explain the marshal, of course, the branch doesn't scream from its mommy, and it doesn't have the bechira to, to, to be a beautiful tree, and not to be a beautiful tree, 
Everything in the world rejoices to do the will of Hashem. And, and, it, doesn't, and it doesn't have a choice, like we said before, that the branch can't decide, I'm tired of being part of a tree, I'm going off, and I want to start a new family of different trees. The branch is just part of this tree, and, and that's how it goes. What's unique about a human being, of course, is that he was given all of his avarm, all of his limbs, and he was given seichel, in addition to all of this. He was given seichel and ratzen, and he was given the choice to reveal the nefesh adam, to be megala the nefesh adam, and a human being can rebel. <coughs> so he says, vim einu megaleyu, and what if a person does not, is not megala? He has the choice not to megala the soul of the human being. He can live like an animal. He can live like a biological organism. That means even if he reads Shakespeare, he can live, he can live with, with the Nefesh of Bahamas, and not like a human being, which the Rebbe talks about in a minute. So if the person, if the person, so we saw that the higher level of life, even when it comes to trees and animals, the higher level, as we rise up higher on the level of life, when there is something that's not working for the general, for the general purpose of the organism, and the, the, the branch is torn off from the tree, that's worse than the rack. The limb of the animal is torn off from the animal. It's, it's a bigger chisar in the animal because we're, we're moving up to higher. Because now there's something missing the ki, that the nefesh at has the plant, the tree can't be revealed as a complete tree because it's been broken, or the uh, the animal can't be. It's not a complete dog or a cat or a cow because it's the, there's a part of it that's not joined together with the whole. And as a result of that, the nefesh hachai is something. There's something missing in what's being revealed in the nefesh of the animal. So, so all of this, the Rebbe is explaining, to come to the to come to the human being, which if a human being doesn't use his unique kaiches and his evarim, the primary of which is the main one, of course, is the seichel, his mind and his ratzen, not his not his arms and legs. Animals also have that, but to use his seichel and ratzen, which is the identifying unique feature of a human being. If he's not an oived with his mind, so what, and his and his bechir and his ratzon to be a human being, then what happens is, if he doesn't reveal the nefesh ha'adam in his life, as then he's like an animal. Shemikol evor vekelov rak bal galav. Then we have then we have a guy like if you, if you if you you know you're driving in the street and you see some guy sitting around, so he he hasn't been megala he hasn't revealed the nefesh adam with his seichel and with his rotsen, but he's like an animal. In other words, he's a he's a healthy animal. He's he's healthy. He's got he's got the two legs. He's got the arms, and he, he he's all right. He's moving. He's functioning. He's even you know. He could he, he he could be playing ball and having a good time and he and he seems to be healthy and he's and he, and he could even be wearing you know a nice suit and a tie and everything. But the Rebbe says, so all you all this misgal in this person is a balchai, is an animal. And an animal doesn't mean like they like like in yeshiva when they say you're an animal. You know that's I don't know if you ever heard that. I used to hear that. So. It doesn't, it, or in the veil, I mean, it wasn't even kosher. I wasn't even a kosher animal. Some people were actually in the class to be kosher animals. Then you could be in the veil, you know. So the, the, it's not shot that was saying that, he, that this is something that he's horrible and mean, although that often happens. But 
He's a Balchag. There's a Balchag in this guy. He's revealing that he has good arms, good legs. He, you know, he's able to eat and to go to the bathroom and to reproduce. And he's, he's a Every Balchag does that also. Every Balchag can do that. But he hasn't been Megal of the Nefesh Adam. But the, but the unique Nefesh Adam. And this is the most horrible tragedy. Much worse than a branch that's torn away from a tree. Or from an animal that's missing that's missing an eye or something like that. Is a human being that's missing a seichel. A human being that's missing a rotsen. That doesn't have a cheshig, doesn't have a rotsen. And then a, a yid that doesn't have a nefesh. That, that's not using his nefesh or a kiss to grow and learning in avodah Hashem. It's not pshat. Like a, like a tree that's separated from a branch. Or, a, or, a, um, or an animal that's separated from its leg or something. It's... It's a whole different thing. He says, "Rag Balchain, Avol Im Yava B'Diver Chachmas Hatayr V'Avaydus Hashem." If a yid is is an oyved, because this is what we were, we were given Bechira, and Bechira means that only with Avaydah, the animal doesn't have to really be a bal Avaydah. The animal just moves; it has instinct, and it goes with its instinct. And it has an instinct, the animal has an instinct to run, it has an instinct to jump, and the monkey does it. They have this instinctive thing that comes to the, from, the, from that quality that's called the nefeshachai. And they don't really have to be baliavaydah, they don't have to go to school to learn this, they don't have to work on themselves, they don't have to struggle with anything. That's the, it's, it's instinctive, it's, an, it's the nefeshachai. The human being, which is the highest madrega, and then, of course, the ajut, which is the highest, highest madrega, so there, it requires navaydah. To, this is what this is what makes it so difficult. It, it, it's in other words, to be megala the nefesh haadam, and Allah has come and how much more so to be megala the nefesh haYisraelis, not just the nefesh haadam. By a guy, the nefesh haadam could be mezgala. The nefesh haadam could be mezgala by making the choices to be a decent person. To, to, to try to keep the seven mitzvahs, to, to, to be good to his parents, to try to bring up the kids to be decent kids, to try to make a nice living, to try to support hospitals and other... I mean, to, to be, a, to be a, good, a good person. Whatever they call in the world... Well, I shouldn't say that whatever they call in the world now. I don't mean what they call in the world nowadays, but what good people used to refer to as a good person. That we saw, and we still see, that there are wonderful good people... So that, that, so on their madrega, there's a, there's not vayda. When you see a person, when you see a person, let's say, when you see a person that comes from a very, very, very difficult background, yeah, you see one of the chaver that comes from uh, one of the bad neighborhoods, and then you see that he made something of his life, right? You see the person like that that he went to school and he got himself a job. Despite the fact that he came from a place that was with, filled with drugs, and he didn't, even, didn't, didn't, he couldn't choose between forty people, which one was his father, and he, and he grew up in such a way. And Afal Pichain, he made something of his life. I have tremendous derechers for those people. Tremendous derechers. It's a balavida. It's a big balavida guy like that. He grew up in a place that was that, where there was no cheshek to, to, to accomplish in such a way. Where the only cheshek was where you're going to get the, you know, we're going to get your, your next your next joint or your next girl or whatever it might be. And 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 he and he was an oivet. He was an oivet. And that's why those oivet usually can't even look back at the place they came from. There's such an avoid that they put in. And it's a, it's a very admirable thing. Allah has come a billion trillion have dollars. Which we really would have to stop, go to the mikvah and come back. A nefesh Yisraelis, the nefesh of a yid, of a Jew. 
only with, but to see this was different. With the guy, it means using his cycle to study math and science and to do well on the tests. So it's a, it's a good thing, it's a good, a good thing. Or he sees that there's a lot of immorality in the world. There's a lot of immorality in the world, and he and he says, I don't. I'm looking at this. I'm thinking about it. It's not right that people are like this. I don't. This is not what God had in mind. I don't want to be this way. I'm going to raise my kids to be nice, you know, law-abiding citizens. But that's not either. And that's a chashuva thing that the person's megala, the goy is megala, the nefesh hagoy, the nefesh haadam, on that level. It's a gavaldiga thing, and he gets his due reward. For, for making that choice, the world is Meshuggah, and this guy said, I'm not going to be that way, I want my kids to be nice pe- to be nice people, I want them to keep the law, I, wa- I want, that's a good, good thing. I remember we had, it was just when we lived in Farakway, every year, two or three days before Pesach, this guy would come by, <coughs> Willie, he was, he was, it looked to me, I mean, he, he was like seven feet tall, I don't know, this huge guy, this big guy, I mean, a skinny big guy, a soft-spoken, sweet person. And he always knew before Pesach, you know, he, he always came around to the Yidin to clean floors. And I know, I, we always gave him, he, it was like $10, and he, he was, I don't know what he did over there exactly. But he, you know, he looked like he was down and out, and, 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 and he, was a, he was a nice guy. And, and everybody, like, you know, really, everybody was, you know, everybody liked him, he was a nice guy. So, uh, I was once talking to him, and he said to me, he says to me, Rabbi, I have 11 kids. You know, he was going to tell me about his nachas. I was, you know, I, think, you know, I never asked him, you know, yeah. I have 11 kids. He said, only four of them done time. They've been in jail. That's what he told me. Only four of them have been in jail. I said, really? I said, that, I said that's, you know, gewaldic. <laughs> that's great. You know, you, it, and you know what? It is. Because he was trying to tell me how proud he was that he came from, where he came from, yeah, that he that he has eleven kids, and he told me he's got you know from different they're different mothers and stuff, but he said that he's got eleven kids, and that only four of them have been in jail. And he said he's got and he, and he said that he's sent three of them through col- you know college, and he was telling me his nachas. I was very touched by it. Now it, it was a it was not voided. As he was saying, I've worked hard. I did I've done a lot of floors to do that. That's a good, a good thing. I look at this person. I say this. I told the kids, a hush of a person. Look, he worked hard, and look what he does. He slips the machine, and he, he's trying to make his life better. He could have slipped into that place where a lot of his chavos slipped into, and he didn't. And he revealed, in his way, in his life, a nefesh odom that fought against being a chai, being a behemoth, and 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 it's a hush of a thing. Allah has come of a kamer. A yid has a nefesh a Yisraelis, a Jew to be megala. You see, Willie could reveal the nefesh Adam by by cleaning floors. There's nothing more than Jew cleaning floors either. That's what he does for a living. So that's perfectly fine. But that's not how he's going to reveal the nefesh Adam. I mean, so not the nefesh, the nefesh Yehudi, the nefesh Yisraelis by cleaning floors. That's how he makes a living. As long as he's honest, that's fine. Nothing wrong with anything the person does if it's honest. But to reveal the nefesh Yisraelis, that's not going to happen with Avoida in Mitzrayim. It's going to happen with Avoida in, in Torah Mitzvahs. Hashem Shabbat gave us Torah Mitzvahs, and we have the choice to, to be Megala through this, who we are. And if we're not, it's not like a, a limb that's missing from a tree, which we see there's something that's not going to be a tree anymore. And or, or, a limb from the animal, it's not that, it's an animal. It's, it's the the whole Metzius of the Yid is not a Metzius without Torah Mitzvahs, without that avoid in Torah Mitzvahs. So he says, V'hi tachlisa. 
the top line on page Reish Tess. And that's the Tachlis of a Jew. Not only that, this is a very beginning. We learned once before that the Chassam Seifer says that a Jew should only have a Jewish doctor because a Jewish body is different than the body of a guy. So can you imagine if the, if the Goyim heard such a thing? You know, that's enough to set off a couple of pogroms right there. The body of a Jew is different? Some say said, yeah, the body of a Jew. It's a different mitzis. It doesn't look different. And if you put it under the microscope, it looks the same. Even though Darizal said that, it, that a Jew has a different amount of teeth, it's, a, it's, it's obviously stored in panemius. But the body is different. What does that mean? So the Rebbe says, Elishagam clay gufo, even the kalim of the guf, the, the limbs of the body, that are just revealing the life force of a Jew, which is that which you would think is the same the same hand that was working for a guy. You have a hand of a Jew, the same mouth that was talking, that was eating. It's not the same. It's not the same. A hand that was putting on film and that was created to put on film. Our arms and hands were created to wear film. That's not stam. That. Not stam that that what I'm a human being like every other human being, except I put on film. No, I I'm custom designed. I don't see with my eyes, so it's different. A guy, a guy also has an arm. A yid's the arm of a Jew was created for the tachlis of wearing film and for giving uh, 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 for giving putting something in the pushka. It was created for that. It's a different mitzvah. Therefore, shagam kleigufa magalimak is nefesh achiyuni shalom. Even the kalim of a Jew's body, who's only, who it's, it, we see that the whole purpose of the kalim of the body is just to reveal that simple life force of what? Of eating and drinking and doing anything that anybody does. That goyim do, that animals do. Shinnik was Nefesh Bahami, they're just working for the Nefesh Bahami, you mean to take care of your needs. Which obviously we begin to recognize, we begin to use before we use our our Yiddish souls, because a baby is already eating and drinking, doing all these things, and moving around. Gamkain, even the limbs of a Jew, the physical limbs of a Jew, are mevatlos or machnias atzman, submit themselves. They submit themselves to what? Masimos or machavnos They also are submitting themselves and are designed for this for that unique and singular existence of this organism that's called a Yid, a Jew. Not the same as a God. A Yid. That's why Abshim Bayechai was crying. He says that, if, that, it, that, that really, he said, that a Jew should have two mouths. He said a Jew should have one mouth to say Torah and another mouth just to eat and to drink. But what Abshim Bayechai was saying is that it's a Pella, that the same mouth, the same mouth that eats and drinks and chumps and, and you know and, and does that stuff. It's the same mouth says over Gemarashi Tosis, right? It's the same mouth that says Ashrei Nishtabach. It's a pella. He said there should have been two mouths to understand how could it be. But the the, the is that the Baruch made one mouth. And Rabbi Shimon of course understood that. He was just saying we have to be careful what we say because that same mouth, that same mouth that speaks, uh, that says, that says, is the same mouth that says good morning, is the same mouth that's eating, and so on. So the purpose of the, the purpose of every limb of a Jew, all my limbs are saying, God, who is like you? 
It's not by an animal, it's not by a guy. Where the limbs of a Jew speak. Because all of the limbs were, were the limbs were created of a yid, every part of his body. Just like with a tree, every part of the tree is to serve the purpose of what? Of the tree? Of that general will that's called the organism that's a tree? And if it's separated, it's messed up. Every part of a Jew is Jewish. Every part of a Jew is, is, was created for that organism that's called a yid. Therefore, how a Jew eats and drinks, which is the whole Torah of Hashem, how a person acts every single second of the day, even when a person is sleeping, or the Moodle Oilam, there's no such a concept by a guy. If a Jew kicks off something from the bed when he's sleeping, he's also chayiv. If it was there before. Right? He's chayiv. Why? Other mudlam, because a person is always responsible for his act, responsible for my actions. How could I be? I was sleeping. How could? How could I? Why do I have to pay for kicking something off the bed? I was asleep. What does that mean, Chlal? There's no such a hasaga by a guy. Nobody had a tain against a guy. You have a tain against an animal for breaking something. What does that mean? The teretz is in the Salamis form. If you look, the Nesiv Shalom oftentimes refers to this. Many of his Torahs in the Sivir Shalom would speak about, so those of you, many people have learned the Sivir Shalom, he speaks about Emunas Ha'evarim. The faith of the, the limbs of a Jew have faith. What does that mean? It means that when a Yid is a Yid, when a Jew is living like a Jew, really, 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 and he's an Oyved Hashem, and he wants every minute of his life to be Oyved Hashem, his limbs become so completely, completely caught up in that Avaidah, that he instinctively cannot do something against God's will. His body won't do something against God's will. Just like they were tzaddikim, they were tzaddikim, we're not holding this, they were tzaddikim, we know that the chidush for instance, chidush would sit at a table, and he could look at something, he would say that he would, there would be a hundred glasses, he would say that that glass wasn't titled. That wasn't put in the mikveh. And then there was always a mice that, oh, this was... <laughs> They left, they left a few out for, the, for, the, for someone to do, and they didn't do it. Every single time. But that, that glass wasn't put in the mikvah. We have other tzaddikim, that tzaddik, they would, they would taste something or smell something, and, and he would throw it up, he wouldn't be able, even though, even though in every respect it looked like it was fine, but the tzaddik's avorim, his physical body, couldn't absorb anything that was against God's will. It was something that wasn't tired, he couldn't drink from it. It was something that wasn't kosher, he couldn't, he couldn't eat it. Because, because that's the whole description there in Ishmael's Kolchai. The body of a Jew, every single, every single part of the body, every limb, every, every single aver, every cell is, is geared up and ready for Avaidus Hashem. And Hashem gave us the choice to, to bring out with Avaidus, to bring out Ad Kedekach, the Nesiv Shalom says that a person's body has a Muna. The body of a Jew has a Muna. And that a person instinctively feels the same way that an animal feels that there's instinctively the animal feels that there's danger. You know, you could be you could be a uh, hundred yards away from the from a dog or a cat, and you and you go like this, you see the ding, the ears go up and it's get, it's ready. It's so too a tzaddik when there's something that wasn't titled, ding, the tzaddik the tzaddik gets into that state of readiness. Or there's something that, or if he's in a place where there's a, or if he's in a place where there's a, where there's a Jew that's not. That God forbid there's a person as a Russia there or something, the tzaddik, the, the tzaddik feels physical, 
physical repulsion. Physically, he can't be in the presence of something like that, because there's such a, there's such a, an avoid that, that uh, in this in, in the life of this tzaddik that the body has become completely completely uplifted in the tachlis of the organism of a Jew. That's that that the that the, the nefesh ruach neshama chayichida and the body and the body is all one or, one organic system. And if there's anything that upsets the balance of, of even one aspect of the life of the system, the whole system starts to get out of whack. So the tzaddik, if the tzaddik is in the presence of Tumas, so the whole, so he, he feels it in his stomach, he feels it, he gets a headache, all the different things that happen. Right, so this, I'm not going to go to the whole Maisha, but there was a Maisha I told once in the shul, but, but there was a, the, the Baltani, someone that somebody put on the Baltani Shtraimel. The Baltani used to lane. Always, every, he always learned every day of the week, every Monday, Thursday, and Shabbos he he learned. Say so the towel service had the whole davening. There was some yid that came in and he saw a strimal hanging. Everybody was had their heads in the chumash. Hey, he put on the strimal for a minute. He tried on the strimal, and they, he didn't know it was about tiny strimal. It was on a hook, and he put it on there afterwards. He put the thing on the hook, and after it was about tiny after davening, he took off the towel. He puts on the strimal. He goes ah, and he threw the strimal on the floor. He, he put he threw the strimal on the floor. He put. That, that year that had on for, for whatever it did, he put it on for two three minutes to, to see how the strimal this you know the strimal fit. So whatever that yid's head, wherever his head was holding, it wasn't like it, it wasn't like it was not the tiniest sat for fifteen minutes. He put it on the ceiling, whoa, and he threw it off his head onto the floor, and it was all mice that he had the strimal had to take out the stitches and he put them. And what happened was the end of the mice was that he gave it to the uh, to the yid to make the strimal over. In those days, after they would, he told the tiny told him to take out all the pieces. Of the strimal and then sew it back together after Shabbos. So Moshe Shabbos this year had a little bit more of a malka. You know, he took the key, right away he did the Rebbe strimal and he had a little bit of a malka. malka. In the old days, they would put the strimal in the oven for five minutes at the end. You put it in an oven, it gives it its finish. Not even five minutes, for a, a, a minute or two, it gives it a nice one. So he had a malka malka instead he put it into the oven. <laughs> so he fell, he fell asleep. You know, he fell asleep. So, uh, he woke up, he goes, oh, he runs over, he, he opens the oven, the, the, the Baltani Strimal was finished, gone. So he didn't know, how is he going to explain this Sunday morning, you know, in shul? What's he going to say? The Tzadik Strimal, you know, who knows where he got it from, might be from his father, you know, what are you going to... So, so he comes there after davening, he walks over to the Baltani, and the Tanya, the Tanya, of course, knew everything already in his way. And the Tanya said to him, hey, uncle, then says, you're right. You're right. I was hoping I could just redo it, but the, the truth is it had to be burned. That's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe it could be because then sometimes in halach, you know, when you break down a clean, you put it back together. So, so the Gemara uses a lotion. The Gemara has such a lotion in, the, in, 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 in many places. Panam chadashas Maybe when you take it apart, you put it together. It's like a nayamas. You know, it's like a new thing. You take the table, you break it down, you put it back together, it's a naim house. In Hilchus Kalim, if you look in the Rambam, second parak, he talks about that. So, so maybe if you take it apart, so maybe, you know, it's a naim So, Panam Chadash, but the time said, you're right, you're right, I, it had to be burned. And from what? Because a yid that was having, that, that maybe even at that time, that Jew, put in the Strom and Stam, he didn't have bad thoughts. It was Shabbos, he didn't have anything bad. He said, hey, listen, Strom, it was nice. He wasn't thinking about, like, uh, anything bad. But uh, the time he felt it was on a mind, it was just not... He couldn't wear it again. It had to be destroyed. He couldn't wear it. So, the, the, there's such an, a, a madrega. There's such a madrega where, where, where a person's, where a person's, 
body is so misbattel, is totally submissive to the nefesh Yisraelis, to the to a, to the Jewish soul, that even the body can't can't tolerate anything that's connected a Yisrael a yid. That's not that's not Jewish. Can't be soivel it at all. Can't take it at all. That's what he says. The Baruch Shalom made even the Jewish body that between all the pieces of the body that a yid should be revealed. Just like all the pieces of the tree, actually on a much, a much deeper level, all that every single aver, that's one of my hands, my eyes, everything, everything is what? My eyes were given to me to learn Torah. They were given to me. If you look in the, you know, some people say Ervium Kippur the Tfilazaka. You know, before uh, before Kol Nidre, you say the Tfilazaka. Everybody's usually in a, in a rush, then it's hard. Take some time. Not not Ervium Kippur. And Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos is also day of tshuva. Erev Shabbos is a time to do tshuva. Take out your machzer. Look in the look in the Tfilazaka of the Chaye Adam. It's from the Chaye Adam Tfilazaka. A lot of Chassidim don't say, but it's but it's it's it's, an, it's even in the Nusach side. It's in all the Machzor. Look in the look in the Nefesaka of the Chaye Adam. That's right before Kol Nidre. It's like three pages long. Read it in English. The Nefesaka. Every Kippur, everybody's running. But if you if you have a quiet if you have a quiet half hour, you don't have to wait till Avim Kippur to say it. It's unbelievable. A person saying, Rabbi Shalom, you gave me eyes. Why did you give me eyes? You gave me eyes that I should be able to look into the words of your holy Torah. Right? What did I use my eyes for? Rabbi Shalom, you gave me you gave me a mouth that I should use my mouth to say kind words to Jews. I should daven. I should say words of Torah. I should teach my kids. That's why you gave me my mouth. What did I use my mouth for? The whole Tfilazaka. Right? The whole Tfilazaka. Until he until he screams How did this disgusting thing happen to my body? How did I let myself slip like this? Look at the tefillah; it's unbelievable. This is our cheshbon that we have as a Jew. A goy doesn't have to make these cheshbonos. He doesn't have these kind of cheshbonos. He didn't he didn't receive his eyes in order to study Torah. And <clears throat> these the, these are the cheshbonos that Rabbi is talking about that even the limbs of the Jew, the avorim of a Jew, are part of an organic system, which is what a Jew. Let's just do this one paragraph. The same thing we see with plants and other things. That what? That all of the limbs, all of the parts of a Jew have to submit to that general purpose as be a Jew. How you think, how you act, everything has to submit to that one purpose of who you are, which is to be a Jew. All the parts of the tree, all the parts of the animal, all the parts of a Jew have to submit to that will of being a Jew. To that Metzias. To the degree that you obviously to the degree that you work on this and you and all of the all of your limbs and all of your choices submit to that will of the soul that's called a Jew to that degree you're a Jew you're fulfilling your tachlis as a yid if you only reveal a little bit of that 
then what? Then your avarim, then your limbs are functioning only if you're only functioning if you know if your hand is just to, to work and if your mouth is just to eat and so on. So then you're like an animal. You're not, you haven't revealed the nefesh Yisraelis. Just the nefesh Bahamas. Just the animal soul has been revealed. You revealed your animal soul. Okay, Afshagam Chelik Yisrael is Gila. Okay, even though you revealed, you did some Avodas Hashem, you revealed some Chelik Yisrael a little bit. And to the degree that you reveal more and more with your free choice, you use your choice to be an Oyved and to reveal more of the Tachlis of what each and every limb of your body and all the moments of your life. Machnim Gam Gufa Asatzma. And what? And the Avarim, the limbs of the body, submit to the will of your soul. Then all of the parts of your body and all of the moments of your life will together contribute to this one organic whole, which is what? Which is that quality that's called a Yisraelius, a Yiddish quality. Ach so the way that a Jew listens, Riyoso, the way that a Jew looks at things, Achiloso, how he eats everything. Zakais are pure. It's all different. It's all holy. Everything. It's not that I go to shul and I'm a Jew in shul, and but when I eat, I'm, I'm like a guy. Or when I go to work, I'm, a, I'm like a guy. Every single thing about me. That's what it means, the Baruch HaShalasani guy. It doesn't mean that I was born Jewish. It means that there's nothing in my life that's, that's guyish. And, and, and what does it mean to even understand that? Every single thing. When you, if you meet an Al-Tiyid, an Al-Tiyid, and again, it's, Hashem's work should help and protect all, and they should be healthy. It's, it's getting harder to see these Al-Tiyid. And I'm worried about children, grandchildren, what are they going to see? They're going to see us. It's no? But we grew, up seeing, we grew up seeing a certain type of a Jew, that you know that when you meet, when you meet an Al-Tiyid, that everything about him is Jewish. Everything. Every krechs. Everything is Jewish. Not like he's like a guy, he's like a cool guy, and he also... You know, he also goes to shul and learns. Everything, everything is Jewish. When I when I when I, when I look at my father, Mishim Hashem told many 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 years, all of us, I, there's nothing about my father that's not Jewish. I don't know how to explain that. I can't put it into words. There's nothing in how he talks and how he moves. Everything has that tam. It's just a different thing, because because. The, these Jews never saw themselves as having any life outside of being Jewish. That's all they were. And these are the ones that they get to shul when the doors are still locked and are waiting for the garbage to open up. You know what I'm talking about? Because that's the whole tachlis. That's the whole tachlis. It's not like we have this thing like we're, we're guys, and then we got to go to shul. But that's interrupting our, our you know, guidem, or guyship, whatever it is. It's like I'm a guy. And then there's shul. So therefore, we're not waiting for the Gabbai to open up, mostly. But the Alta Yidin, that's a different Mahus. The only, the only reason that I exist is to go to shul. What do you mean? I shouldn't go to shul? Go explain to somebody. How do you explain to an Alta Yid that you can have a community with hundreds of families in a shul, hundreds of men in a shul on Friday night, if they're all going to different shuls, that's fine. The different shtiblach or the, or the have on the block, uh, okay. But there are people that stay home. When, we, when I first had this discussion with my father, he used to, my father said Friday night where we grew up. He said he said, well, where, where is the oilam? He used to say Friday night, like, and if it was raining, my father, you know, I remember him saying, what happened to the oilam? What happened to the so? So to try to explain to that type of a Jew that if it's raining, that not everybody comes to shul. How do you explain it? It's raining, so you don't come to shul. 
think? Because you get wet? The whole tachlis you in the world is to go to shul. That's why you exist to go to shul. It's a completely different mindset. It's not like uh, I'm doing something extra and therefore I have to pat myself on the back and I need more space and i got to give myself two days off this week from davening. You know what? All this stuff that's going on nowadays. What are you talking about? But there's, there's the, luxury, the luxury to take off from your own life. It's like not eating. For these Jews, not to go to shul, it's like it's not eating. And if the doctor says you're not supposed to, if the doctor says you can't fast on Yom Kippur, it's like taking a knife and putting it into that Jew's body. And from the Haintukev, he says, oh, I'm off. The doctor said, the doctor said, Pikoch Nefesh, you're reassigned, Pikoch Nefesh. It's not, it's, I can't live, it's not that I have, I live and there's Shabbos. I live and there's Tefillin. I live and there's the shul. You see these Yidin, the way they were Isaac in the shul, and, and how everything was, was everything was Jewish. When they live, it's a Jewish laugh. Right? Everything is Jewish. When they argue, it's Jewish. You see these Yidin, when they argue, it's all Jewish. The, 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 it's not just a cultural thing. It's, it's the Evarma, Mamish, every... Every moment of this Jew's life is Megala the Nefeshi Yisraelis and, every, and everything. This is becoming a very, very difficult thing to hold on to when we, people are beginning to see themselves much more as people and they're Orthodox people, they're, really, they're Jews. But not that there's, that there's a separate independent reality. That, that everything is Jewish and everything is pure and holy. Not like what? Not like a person who's acting like an animal. And you tell the kids nowadays they can't hear. What am I doing? I remember I trying to tell, you know, trying to tell uh, one of the kids, what, you know, we're on the street, don't talk so loud. So what's the matter with you, Daddy? Like, what is it? What's the, you know, nothing, nothing is good. Like, you know, oh boy, I got one of those, you know, <laughs> I can't, I'm talking, when I have, all, uh, all my friends talk, I'm the only one that had, you know. How do I explain that? You know, I just feel that's not happening. You know, Jews don't talk that way in the street. So how is it? Where is it saying Shulchan Aruch? Yeah, it's just Shulchan Aruch. That's not how... When you, you don't talk so loud. You're on the street. We don't talk so loud. There's a certain way to talk. And, and it's... This is what I was told. And I'm, it's obviously filtered down and less by me. And I'm trying with the children. But this is... It's something which is just a hergish. That, that is in the evarm of the, of the Yid. In the limbs of a Jew. That this is, this is just instinctively... This is just not right. I don't know where it says it. He asked my father, where does it say this? Or where does it say that? My father, I don't. This is what it says. It says it in here. This is what it says. My, my, my body tells me this. This is, this is not correct. The whole body becomes purified. Until the wisdom of a Jew illuminates his face. That the, that the person you see is lifted. You see this here and you can see on his face that he's a Jew. You can see something special on his face. You could tell he looks special. Shagam Even his flesh and his bones, his physical appearances, have been ennobled and uplifted and changed to be completely Jewish. Okay, we'll continue next.